Most people say marketing and they don't understand that marketing strategy really includes product development. It includes your pricing strategy. It includes your promotional strategy. What most people think of as marketing, they really mean promotion. And of course, placement. Where are you going to distribute your product and make it available to others? Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. And we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, or what I like to call the CV Nation Architects those that are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focusing on knowing thy numbers. I could hear the phrases from Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. And if you understand or don't understand exactly what numbers is, think finance, economics, accounting, capital, investment, funding, bootstrapping, anything that's around numbers. So we have to understand how important it is to know your numbers and how important that is for you to forecast, make decisions, and to be able to truly strategize around your business and do that successfully. So things are going to be a little bit different, obviously, this month. So look for CEO hacks and CEO nuggets and interviews that focus around this. But more than everything else, make sure that you know your numbers because they're extremely important to the life of your business. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Ray Sidney Smith of the W3 Consulting. Ray, it's awesome to have you on the show. Great to be here. Thanks, Gretch. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Ray so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Ray is the president and CEO of W3 Consulting, which helps small businesses use web, mobile, social, and digital technologies to market and manage better. He's also the author of Solomo, Success, Social Media, Local, and Mobile Marketing, Small Business Strategies Explained. Ray is also the managing director of W3C Web Services, which provides WordPress and website hosting, domain domain name registration services, and related web services affordable for all small businesses. As a digital marketing strategist, Google Small Business Advisor for Productivity, Evernote Certified Consultant, Evernote Regional Leader for North America, and Hootsuite Global Brand Manager, Global Brand Ambassador, Ray is often invited by economic development organizations to speak to small and medium-sized business audiences, facilitate group training, and conduct strategy sessions with small business owners on management and marketing strategy, as well as productivity technologies. Ray, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I certainly am. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with the business. Yeah. So my story is actually rather entwined with my current client base, which is that I had just wrapped up exiting my prior company. And so I had started a real estate company back in, in 2000, and I'd run that and decided to exit the company. I saw the writing on the wall in terms of the economic downturn and just decided to leave that. And so after exiting that business, I was 
just deciding what I would do next. My background was in legal technology. I had then run a small business running the real estate company and didn't really know what I wanted to do. At that time, I had been volunteering for the local SBDC in Alexandria, Virginia. And one day I was just in a conversation with the executive director, Bill Reagan, and I'd known him for many years at that point. And it feels crazy that now it's been nearly 20 years that I've known him. But he said to me 11 years ago now, you know what? You should teach social media to small businesses. You really have a knack for understanding how to do that. And I said, I could teach some for the SBDC. I could just come in and do some workshops and seminars. That's how it all started. I, I came and I taught some full-day workshops on Facebook back then, 11 years ago. People didn't quite know what to do about Facebook. They didn't understand Twitter. They didn't understand LinkedIn. And I just started teaching classes for the SBDC on how to get set up and how to really think about your marketing strategy in the context of a business. And that's how it all began. I started working for the SBDC and then later the state office, the Virginia SBDC network then asked me to come and do work for them. And it was a snowball effect. Other SBDCs around the country and more broadly, more economic development agencies started to ask me to do work for them helping their clients understand how to do digital marketing strategy. And so that's where the book came from. I just basically said, if I got hit by a bus, what would I want to pass along <laughs> to others if I weren't able to be there? And so Solomo Success was born. And now I'm finishing the second edition of that book, and I am going to be retitling it because I, I know how difficult it is to say. <laughs> but the book came really out of that part of me wanting to really share with everybody what I'd learned over time from helping not only my own businesses marketing on the web, but also all of the businesses that I had been meeting one-to-one -one and in workshops and seminars, really helping them understand how to contextualize digital marketing for this age, for the digital age. And so that book came together. And yeah, so it's been a real wild ride, not having ever planned to be doing this type of economic development work. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I think the beauty of what you do and that me having been a recipient of sitting down across from you and then taking in some of that knowledge is I think there's still so much to learn and people still are trying to find out exactly how to, to leverage all these digital marketing strategies. So that's why I love everything that you do. And of course, provide the overall community. Yeah, the thing is that the technology keeps changing. And so I, I tell anybody who's out there, if you're a CEO and you're confused about how the technology works, you are not alone. Uh, <laughs> the technology just keeps moving. Just in the last week, there have been five major announcements from the social networks about new functions and new tools and new features that they could be potentially game-changing if you wanted to take advantage of those different pieces. So don't be too shocked by the fact that you may not understand all that there is about technology. I always say, take a piece of the pie, figure out that piece of the pie, become successful there and then grow, especially when it comes to digital marketing, because you could literally do nothing but digital marketing all day. And I don't know about you, but the rest of us have a business to run. So pay attention to folks like me who are educating, but really choose your poison, choose the particular uh, social network, the particular marketing channel that you really want to go after. And then the rest can stand on the sidelines. They can be, I consider them syndication channels. So there's going to be one primary network where I'm going to be highly focused. And then the others are going to be where I syndicate to them through automated means or otherwise. That allows me to be able to really focus on where I have my community. And everywhere, everywhere else ends up being a place where I can draw people from to where I am generally most active. I know you work with these economic development centers and these organizations that provide a lot of value for communities. Could you take us through exactly like how exactly that works and that relationship you have with them and how that kind of trickles down to the small and medium-sized business owner? Sure. So I traditionally work 
My clients are economic development agencies around the country traditionally. So that's just the way the business developed. And so what will happen is, say, in the SBDC model, the Small Business Development Center model, they're a program of the SBA, the Small Business Administration. We have 900 SBDCs throughout the country and a couple of other tangential programs like SCORE and SBDC and, and the Import-Export Trade Program and so forth. And so what they typically do is hire me to do a seminar or a workshop or to do some level of one-to-one counseling with small businesses. And so what will happen is I will end up meeting with anywhere from 20 to 80 different clients one-to-one throughout any given month. And so I'm just like with you here, Gresh, we're one-to-one, we're talking about whatever issues you're dealing with in terms of your business. And it's remarkable because most people think of me as a digital marketing expert for small businesses, but it's so varied the number of issues that come up in one-to-one counseling with businesses. So it could be a business management problem. It could be a business process improvement problem. It could be just a, a legal issue where we need to refer them to legal counsel or to tax counsel or to someone who can help them with those issues before they can really get their real marketing strategy in place. Most people say marketing and they don't understand that marketing strategy really includes product development. It includes your pricing strategy. It includes your promotional strategy. What most people think of as marketing, they really mean promotion. And of course, placement. Where are you Where are you going to distribute your product and make it available to others? So I'm thinking about a business in a very holistic perspective. And when it comes to the SBDC, we're really helping them with business plan development or lean canvas development. And when they're looking at getting help from us, I want to make sure that they're going to be on solid ground when they leave the door. You get a little bit you know, head spun because they're getting a lot of information rapid fire at them. They usually have 45 to an hour, 45 minutes to an hour with me. And, and those services are provided free of cost through the SBDC. The SBDC is obviously, I'm doing the work for the SBDC and they're providing those services free to Uh, the general public to businesses in their jurisdictions. So that's my traditional business. I do have, as you noted at the top, I have a web hosting and domain registration business that kind of just came out of the need that people would come to me and say, you know what, I really need a website and a domain. I don't know where to go. And I said, I can create easily do that for you. And so it just started to go from there. And so I charge a very nominal rate. I want to make sure people just have access to it when they need that. And I'm happy to hand them off to bigger and better hosting hosts when they need to, because there are going to be circumstances where we're just not the right fit. So I don't have any real vested interest in that other than helping people where they need it. We have world-class servers and great domain registration, but still, there are going to be people who need something different. And so, yeah, so that's how the whole business is really run. I do take on a small set of consulting contracts throughout the year. It's like one of those things, if you're not doing it, you don't stay sharp. And so I do like to take on a few clients and, and do that work to make sure that I am staying sharp in executing on the marketing strategies that I'm continually educating and and giving to our clients throughout the network. What happens is that I get pretty quick feedback from folks because dissimilar to an individual small business owner, when they execute a marketing strategy, they do it and then they see success or don't. For me, I'm seeing sometimes thousands of small businesses executing on my my advice. And so I'm able to then get really rapid feedback and know whether or not something's working. And then I can step back and say, okay, how can we tweak this so that it helps the vast majority of businesses who are coming in the doors? So that's really useful for me in terms of being able to not only understand what marketing strategies work or don't work, but then being able to tailor them for the businesses as they come to me one-to-one. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I feel like, and I don't know if you would consider that to be what I call your secret sauce. I tend to think of my secret sauce is that I'm extremely curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the reality is that since my earliest memories in life, I have always been 
just extremely curious about everything in my world. So when a business owner comes in the door and they've got a new product idea, they want to build something and they're thinking about 3D modeling it and doing a 3D print and showing it to me, I'm just interested. I'm in the Dale Carnegie sense, just being genuinely interested in the other person. I have a It's just built in. I don't know why I have it. It is just there. But if if you give me a TI-86 from 1987, I will want to take it apart and put it back together again. If you told me that you were trying to start a business that was helping indigenous tribes in, in Malawi, I would be interested. I'm just generally interested in the world. And, and so it just has always served me well. That makes so much sense. Everything happens for a reason, so to speak. So mm-hmm. I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this could be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what do you feel makes you more effective and efficient? Outside of small business marketing, I think the most I'm known online about or in the world about is actually productivity. I'm a huge productivity geek. And while maybe some people know about this, I don't think enough people practice it. And so I always talk about getting things done. The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by David Allen. It's a book. And the most recent edition came out in March 2015. And I actually had the pleasure of recently sitting down to interview David Allen himself. He's now 75, I think it is, in December of 2020. And just talking to him about his life and work and and the way in which it benefits a CEO is that your time is is basically how you manifest the future. And so like your present time. And so whether you are planning, executing, or reflecting on the past or future, you have to spend your time well. And what GTD or the getting things done methodology really helps you do is understand that time is only fungible through action. And you have to understand what the actions are you're taking toward any given day. I appreciate that, that, that hack. And, and so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I would say make mistakes early and often and then write them down. Absolutely. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Ray, what does being a CEO mean to you? I would think of being a CEO as being personally responsible for what I call the four P's. So that is, in essence, purpose. You have to have a mission and vision for the company. If the company doesn't have a purpose beyond uh, the second P, which is profitability, Mm -hmm. purpose really needs to be there to begin with. And so I really believe in having some kind of core purpose to the business that is beyond yourself, that is beyond profit. Second P is profitability. You are running a business. You're not running a charity. And some people are running a charity. And even then, people in charity know that you need to make money. You need to have money coming in the door, either through fundraising or other ancillary services. Otherwise, the nonprofit's not going to last very long. So you have to have purpose. You have to have profitability. Uh, you have to have a, a responsibility to people. That is the whole community. So it's not just about your clients, but also your employees, your vendors, and your other stakeholders. So I think it's really important for us to think about people as that third P. And then the fourth P, and this sometimes can sound different to different people, but it's the planet. The fourth P is the planet. The reality is that the resources that you consume on planet Earth are shared among all of us. And if you care about the community, you have to care about the planet. Definitely appreciate that perspective, and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. 
Yeah, sure. So if folks have any questions based on what we discussed today, I'm always happy to answer questions. And I guess you can always find me on Twitter at W, the number three consulting. So W3 consulting. And yeah, I'm a Twitter fan, (laughs) fanatic maybe, but people can find me on Twitter. And from there, you'll basically find all kinds of other goodies from my podcast to the website and anything else you might need is all Twitter's a good one-stop shop for people to find me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We're ready to make it even easier. We'll have the links and information on the show notes so that everybody can tweet with you as well. But again, I truly appreciate your time. appreciate your work and all the awesome things you do as well. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.